Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor Q&B. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Well, Minneapolis Fed President Neil Kashkari said he was actually happy to see how Chair Jay Powell's Jackson Hole speech was received by markets. Of course, uh, markets received that speech by selling off pretty heavily on Friday afternoon. Uh, joining us to discuss now, we have uh, Jonathan Levin, Bloomberg's market columnist. So... Kashkari happy that he saw global shares fall. It does sound brutal, but he, does he have a point when it comes to markets doubting the Fed's commitment? Yeah, good to be with you, uh, Paul. What I thought was interesting about this is just, you know, to, to see a central banker actually saying the quiet part out loud. You know, I, I think that in reality, this is just how monetary policy works. And we all kind of understand this. This is where the this don't fight the Fed mantra comes from. And central bankers talk a lot about the importance of financial conditions. It's essentially a euphemism for we need to raise borrowing costs and make you feel poorer in in order to rein in inflation. It's just rare to to see a an active central banker say so as bluntly as as uh, Kashkari did in this interview with Oddlots. Is this something that we want to hear? Do we want you know twelve people in a room? telling our markets what they should be doing. I know that sounds, you know, like it's, criti- it's criticizing him, but you, you often don't hear Fed officials talking actively about the level of the dollar or the level of markets and, and that. Yeah, I, I, I think it sort of just reflects where we are, at least in U.S. markets, right? So over the summer, uh, coming off of the July, uh, the July lows, there was this sort of I've, I've called it sort of a vapid summer rally that wasn't really based based on much of anything, but a lack of of real fundamental news. And that summer rally ended up achieving the opposite of what the Fed is trying to do, right? It loosened up. Uh, it, it, it loosened up financial conditions a little bit. We're going to see if that has any consequences, actual inflation numbers going forward. But as Jay Powell, uh, the Fed's chair, made clear in Jackson Hole on Friday, you know, they are committed to this to this fight. And I think that Jay Powell's message in a slightly more opaque, opaque fashion than what Kashgari just told us, uh, you know, Jay Powell was coming out, guns a-blazing, and saying, listen, we're doing this, we're serious about this, and I think that that he chose that format specifically because he he perceived that, that markets weren't getting the picture. Yeah, the famous saying is don't fight the Fed, but to some degree, did the Fed bring this upon itself? Because we've seen in the past a reaction to taper tantrums. More recently, uh, the Fed called inflation transitory. The market doubted that. The market was proven right. So <laughs> can we park some of the blame for this at the Fed's door? Yeah, I mean, obviously, this is a this is a different Fed. But, but uh, you know, uh, longtime Fed watchers, 
uh, grew up sort of reading the tea leaves. This, you know, for a long time, this was one of the most opaque institutions in the world, one of the most opaque and one of the most powerful. And a lot of people earned a living just, uh, you know, trying to read read the tea leaves. And it's kind of shocking, maybe even hard to understand that at with this particular Fed, at least in my humble opinion, there are no tea, tea leaves to read. They're they're sort of telling it as it is, and it it has taken the market some adjusting to say, hey, maybe they aren't playing three dimensional chess. Maybe they're just telling us what they're going to do, and we should listen. Yeah, I mean, I absolutely get that, and you know, just trying to explain more the thinking behind the first question uh, is that uh, you know. There's millions of decisions distilled down into what markets are doing. If, if the market thinks that companies can handle one cost input, interest rates are one cost input, right? Uh, if, if companies can handle that and their earnings are not, uh, let's say, hit hard, then who's to say that the market at any given time is right or wrong? Market is what it is. Yeah, that's exactly right. I, I, I mean, obviously, an element of this is uh, is PEs, and an element of this, at least in the stock market, is what people's earnings expectations uh, are going to be. You know, I, I've been I've been of the opinion that PEs were were a little rich for a, an interest rate environment that that looks like this anyway. Uh, but the broader picture is that there is significant earnings risk going forward. I don't think that that earnings risk is going to manifest itself right away. I, you know, I think a lot of people took heart in the, in the fact that the latest quarter's numbers out of, the, out of the U.S. were actually fairly strong. You might call them resilient or whatever. But uh, it, this this is a process that takes time. People typically talk about a monetary policy lag of 18 to 24 months for the Fed's sort of wrecking ball to to do its thing, if you will. And uh, so, you know, there's there's significant risk there. What is happening now in U.S. markets is that. Uh, you know the job market remains remains strong people are starting to spend down those pandemic savings they're starting to turn to the credit cards and so forth and that you know that creates a bit of a runway for consumption in the in the US and that that being the case it could really take you know several quarters well into 2023 until we can really assess the earnings situation and yeah. say the Fed did its thing and it didn't do too much damage. Yeah, it shapes up as a really interesting next six months for sure. Uh, Jonathan, thanks very much for being with us. Jonathan Levin is Bloomberg Market Columnist. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.